Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited to talk again to Carla Fuller. So I met Carla this past summer at a homeschool conference, and she's one of those people, when I was listening to her talk, I felt like my blood pressure went down, like this is a woman who is wise and calm. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> and, so. Yeah. So Carla is one of the high school educational consultants for HSLDA. So for those of you moms who are, are working with HSLDA or need that support, like you, you have got some wise women on that staff to help. So yes. what we wanted to do is talk a little bit today about calm. Sometimes we just all need an injection of you can do this. So, but first, Carla, would you tell me about yourself and your homeschool journey and what your sons are doing? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, sure. What's the story? Sure. So, you know, my introduction to homeschooling happened in a sort of an an interesting way. My training is in marriage and family therapy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Syracuse University. That's where I began my career. And one of the things I did was I worked on a a radio show at the time, and it was called Teen Talk. How cool is that? Yeah, it was hosted by two therapists, and we always had a teen available to field live phone calls from teenagers about whatever it is that they were dealing with. It was an initiative at the time for an organization called Contact, which was looking at, you know, mental health prevention services Mm -hmm. were very big at at that time. Mm -hmm. And they figured if there was an opportunity for teens to talk, you know, maybe they wouldn't get into some, you know, risky or behaviors. How wonderful. Yeah, it was an amazing opportunity um, for for all of us who were involved. And so there was always uh, one or two teens involved in each episode on Sunday nights. And there was a a recruitment event. And there was a young woman that we were talking to. She just stood out to me. And Mm -hmm. I said, where do you go to school? And she said, well, I'm homeschooled. She just, she was very in charge of herself. She was very calm, as Mm -hmm. you mentioned. Mm -hmm. She didn't have any of that awkwardness sometimes Mm -hmm. that teenagers have when they're interacting with adults, but she wasn't, she she was very youthful still. So I was intrigued by that and asked her where she had gone to school. And she mentioned homeschooling, which was a very new concept to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I tucked it away. Mm-hmm. Until my husband and I met and we began our courtship and he had known families in his faith community who homeschooled and we discussed that. Wow. Uh-huh. So that's a possibility for us. Uh-huh. We had our first son. And then when we had our second son, we figured, okay, we got a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yes. let's get started. And, uh, and so initially for us, it was, we'll do this year by year. Um, mm-hmm. And then we began to just read a lot and learn and pray and do all those things that you do. We mm-hmm. saw the the benefit to 
our boys and our, and our family. And we continued mm-hmm. um, and we continued all the way from pre-K for them all the way through uh, to high school and college. Uh, our two sons are uh, 24 and 21. Mm-hmm. Our oldest son um, pursued uh, political science at a local university and he's now working. Oh, neat. And, mm-hmm. Yes. And our youngest um, is who's 21 is uh, in the middle of his uh, um, engineering studies. Mm. also at a Virginia University so he's one that's still in college right now Mm -hmm. and uh and uh, and so yeah it's it's been an amazing journey for for us yeah that's wonderful and the the thing that I think you got from your training marriage and family and probably your personality is that that sense of calm that like low anxiety So that's what I hear so often with homeschool moms. And I remember before I started homeschooling high school and I was researching it and I was a wreck, you know, (laughs) like, oh, am I going to mess my teen up? And how are we going to cover everything in the whole world? And are they going to be prepared for life? And will they get into college and all the things? So I I really appreciate now we have all these resources Mm -hmm. And now we've got a resource right here with the woman who's done it with her own kids, yes. who helps other other women That's do right. the homeschool high school thing. So give give us some tips that you would share with other women um, to help lower their blood pressure yeah. <laughs> about homeschooling high school. What would you suggest? Well, I think the main thing to remember is, is that our children, our teens mm-hmm. are unfinished versions of themselves. They, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I like to think about with child development, probably because of my background, yes. is that it has the uh, within it the root word envelope, which if you look at a physical envelope, it's folded in on itself. And so to develop is to unfold. That development, that unfolding happens over the course of a very long time. And so I think one of the things that may help is to detach a little from mm-hmm. the gattas and in the, the have tos and the shoulds mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to observe a little more right mm-hmm. to observe and to to step back and to think about and to watch what's developing and what our mm-hmm. children are telling us what they're communicating to us and to partner with them a little i think mm-hmm. that um we can take some of the pressure off of ourselves by inviting them in to conversations, into Mm -hmm. uh, exploration. Um, You know, one of the other things that, that I discovered Mm -hmm. is that that's what parenting is. It's a, it's a process of discovery. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, Vicki, it's the only relationship that we enter into completely on the basis of faith. You know, you know, we, Mm -hmm. we say, yes, we get married, right. There Mm -hmm. are things that we learn. We know, about our husbands and there may be surprises happy or mm-hmm. otherwise down the road but with our children we have no idea who's being yeah. sent to us right yes, and yes. so I think sometimes I think we feel this pressure to impose so much onto them yes uh-huh right we feel mm-hmm. responsible we've mm-hmm. taken on their education we've got to you know mm-hmm. do so much when really, I think that, um, you know, if we were to observe more and to learn more as we go along, I think it can take some of that pressure off. You know, I, I are you going to write a book? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if only there was time. <laughs> yeah. No, but the 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 metaphors that that you were describing, you know, the the envelope and that development has that unfolding like an envelope in it. And as parents, and especially as parents of teens, right. to be part of the unfolding process not as much the molding. We don't have to make them into something. Exactly. God That's already right. has the plans. That's We're right. just observing and helping them discover. That's, That's right. you just made my day feel a whole lot better. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. 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 And, and you just mentioned God. And I think that's important. You know, people are at different levels of understanding in their faith mm-hmm, and they, mm-hmm. you know, participate in different levels. Mm-hmm. But I think having that sense of something bigger than mm-hmm. us and bigger than what we're doing in the mm-hmm. moment is also mm-hmm. really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, in, in my work years ago, even in 12 step, even for people who weren't quote unquote Christian, but who had mm-hmm. a sense of spirituality, mm-hmm. it helped. And yeah. so I think that's mm-hmm. another thing that we can rely upon that this is about mm-hmm. so much more than credits and grades and transcripts and requirements. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're preparing and helping our children uh, with life. And we do much when, you know, to model some things for them. Yeah. As we can- go. Can you think about with either one of your sons, because they were in very different academic kind of pursuits over time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are some things that that you did in their lives? Like, how did you observe and help them unfold? Yeah. You know, and that's really, you know, when I look at how we homeschooled, it evolved and changed over time. Right. You Mm -hmm. know, pre-K through first grade and then. Exactly. And then first through eighth grade, that was the time when I think we did most of the observing. We exposed them Mm -hmm. to a number of things. They were involved Mm -hmm. in a co-op. And that was when some of those natural interests, that natural Uh bent sort of emerged. And we were able to see our youngest has always tinkered. He's always been, you know, he had this elaborate system of, you know, Hot Wheels track all through the house. (laughs) And and, uh, when we would go places, he was fascinated by, you know, the highways and things mm-hmm. all the time. So that was something that was, you, you know, mm-hmm. true of him. Mm-hmm. Our oldest loved music. He loved music. Mm-hmm. He loved history. He would sit in, you know, my husband, we would jokingly talk about, you know, he would make maps of imaginary countries. <laughs> you oh, know, how he, fabulous. Yes. He was always <laughs> interested in that. So yeah. when high school came and it came time, you know, we, uh, of course, we focused on, you know, the core academics, mm-hmm. but when it came time to choosing electives for them, we mm-hmm. focused on those areas that we thought they were being called into and yeah. that they were interested in like for you know for our oldest you know um civics and he traveled mm-hmm. he did mission work he went to mm-hmm. other countries um because of his interest in, in government and political mm-hmm. science and things on those lines and our youngest did robotics camps and he uh-huh. did um, a robotics internship as a high schooler which was a very uh, rare and wonderful opportunity for him mm-hmm. so that's how it unfolded for them you know yeah. um and and I think that the clues exist all along if we if we um, if we you know watch and, and take those opportunities. All right. So so just as a practical thing, you know, like yes. we, now everybody's all calm. We're just observing exactly. and That's you know right. helping them find opportunities to expand. Right. Um, how did you capture like the robotics or the 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 trips overseas exactly on the yeah. transcripts? Right. Okay. So, 
in so we there are some things that go that are listed on a transcript that are mm -hmm. ideally placed there the core activity the core uh, academics and mm -hmm. then the electives and then there's some things that are best put on a resume and that's actually what mm -hmm. we did with some uh -huh. of those activities mm -hmm. we captured uh, the mission trips and the robotics the civics clubs mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. all of those things on a resume um, and and that's where we highlighted those activities when we were um, they were making college applications and things along those lines that's where those went yeah and so they could upload that resume along Absolutely. with their transcripts yes. on the yes. applications yes which yeah. is a, a marvelous thing and then they also it, have the guts of a resume if they're job applicating or that anything is like very, that. Very, very true. That's true. And actually, that's how they both use those that information uh -huh. as well. When they started, mm -hmm. you know, when they were a certain age and they decided they wanted, you know, mm -hmm. part time jobs and having that experience. Um, mm -hmm. Same thing with football. Both of them were involved in football and they both mm -hmm. performed. Uh, they both played guitar and drums. And so uh -huh. they had music performances uh, that they did as well. You know, the common application is a relatively new animal. You know, we were mm -hmm. able to use the common application mm -hmm. uh, for those parents who are just starting yeah. to think about it. <laughs> and it, it it's, it, it's not um, customized to homeschoolers. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> there are a number of frustrations as you try mm -hmm. to translate what we do into that mm -hmm. format, but it does provide an opportunity for families to, to put those activities and to, to yeah. add dimension to yeah. what they're doing with their academics. Yeah. It actually has questions, right. On, exactly. on enriching experiences. It does. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. Now that I got everybody's blood pressure back up. <laughs> I know. It's I know we're back to transcripts. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it looms over us. So, Let's yeah. let's say you had a mom who has a ninth grader. I mean, they are just getting yeah. ready to start the whole yeah. process. Right. What kind of advice would you give her on how she's going to cover everything? Yeah. So one of the things I think that's great is to begin with the end in mind, right? Mm -hmm. And to chart out just a light, like a schema, right? Just a mm -hmm. little outline of what the next uh, four years can be, mm -hmm. just to get that out of the way involve your ninth grader and mm -hmm. you know they may be having some conversations or you may observe some things mm -hmm. that say you know what I think you're geared for this or I think mm -hmm. you're geared for that um you know we had talked to our boys about you know possibly military or job right away mm -hmm. and both of them were interested in going right into college even at mm -hmm. early ages they mm -hmm. that was something they had set their sights on mm -hmm. and so I think that um that that's an important thing to do the other thing is is to look at what your state requirements are are that's really important mm -hmm. um, to understand are there specific subjects that they require even of homeschoolers to take for some it's civics for some it's a local uh, state government class mm -hmm. um, for some it's um it's an i a computer class i've noticed mm -hmm. at, at my work at hsl yeah today. yeah uh, and uh, and then to take that information and to start exploring um, possible colleges, there is a guidance counselor tool. It's called capex.com, C-A-P-P-E-X.com. It's a wonderful tool for helping young people with their parents mm -hmm. identify interests, identify potential majors, uh, and then to match them with potential colleges. Um, and so I think having those things uh, sort of sitting in front of you mm -hmm. as you go along, saves a lot of stress and anxiety at the end. Mm -hmm. 
that's yeah. and what a great resource. That's a, a another one. I'll put links in the show notes yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've got a mom of a ninth grader and you kind of have a basic academic plan, but she's worried right. she won't like she's going to ruin her kid's life. What if yeah. she misses something? Yeah. What kind of advice do you give those moms? Well, you know, one of the things I think is true is is kind of what I said, not just uh, in terms of maturation and emotional, mm-hmm. but there's no way to do everything. Mm-hmm. There just isn't. Yeah. There's no way there's and, and knowledge is always exploding and expanding. Yes. And even if you think you've captured something, you learn something new. Mm-hmm. So I think what you do is you have a good intention and you partner mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. One of the things there's two things I think that homeschooling provides. One is, you know, the tools of learning. Mm-hmm. And the gift of the ability to learn lifelong. So whatever it is that's not covered in your Mm -hmm. homeschool, you know, what you can do is make sure that they have the ability to find those things um, for themselves, you know. Um, And, you know, one thing I think it's a a, a major benefit to some families whose children are ready for it and if they have the potential to do it is dual enrollment. You know, colleges Mm -hmm. often Mm -hmm. um, can... You know, they have access to, to things that sometimes as a, as you know, a humble homeschool might not. And that's yeah. a, a way to fill in gaps. Mm-hmm. But I think just the awareness that there's just no way to cover it all, do it all. Um, and and just when you think you've got, you know, control over it, you, you, you don't. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing, Vicki, that I would, you know, love to share with your mm-hmm. listeners mm-hmm. is we have a big responsibility but maybe the downside or, or I don't know, maybe it's a downside or maybe it's something to give us, you know, a sense of relief. We really don't control the outcome, right? So yes. we do the best we can, Yes. you know, with the best of intentions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have to just let it go, you know, mm-hmm. and, and as you stated earlier, you know, um, the plans that God has for them will, will unfold yes. over yeah. time. And he, and I think what, and one of the things we, if we look back at our own lives, we see that God was faithful, right? Oh my goodness. And, and the things that we looked like when we were teens oh are goodness. not what we look like now not yeah. at all. The yeah. dreams I had at the time, the things that mm-hmm. I thought I would be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing for me is that the elements, the, the essential parts of what my heart desires were back then I have found in uh-huh. my work over time mm-hmm. but these specific things that I was preparing for I did right. not do yeah. um and yeah. uh, and so I think it's important for us sometimes to again in that detaching a little is mm-hmm. to think about our own development think about our own lives and that no one's yeah. trajectory generally is you know you know straight there's usually yeah. detours and turns and twists and <laughs> And um, that's just, that's just life. Yeah, that is life. And and it's continuously shows us that we're not in control. Like you said, we're not in control of the outcomes. We can be as faithful as we can. Absolutely. And then we, we trust and enjoy the process. Yes. And enjoying that is Mm -hmm. such a good, uh, a good word as well. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. cultivating a sense of joy um, mm-hmm. in your home, in your homeschool, um, within mm-hmm. your children, something that they can continue as they go on. I think that's that's important. Um, yeah. And I know this is something I think that I've heard you say, um, and it may have been at Sh- Shabak. You know, we mm-hmm. have 
the three R's, you know, mm -hmm. you're reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yes. And the fourth R that's really important is relationship. Yes. And I think that that's something that if you have a, you know, if you cultivate mm -hmm. a good relationship with your children mm -hmm. when they're young into the teen years, yes. then I think the com right conversations can happen and mm -hmm. an understanding of what the needs are. I think that it can go a long way. It's such a strong foundation for yeah. them to do their unfolding work when they're they're related with their parents. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That is absolutely true. Yeah. 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 And, and when the unexpected happens, like the last couple of years that we've all experienced, I think, you know, families mm -hmm. have had to redirect and re, you know, rethink things. Mm -hmm. And I think that all those things, if they're done within the context of a good relationship are possible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, that good relationship helps teens, no flexibility and yes. they they can right. grow and be resilient and uh yeah and grace and yes. grace sending a great amount of of grace yes. as they grow and make mistakes and learn and yeah. and as we do the same <laughs> yeah yeah well someday when you get bored yeah yeah you, you you got a book in you that, oh, that, that well, needs to happen that, that hard one god-given yeah um, <laughs> so all right so so you know friends you can tell listening to carla like this this is a a a homeschool mom but a wise and calm oh, homeschool calm. mom who can help guide you along the process so you know we're not affiliates with hslda or anything i just appreciate the team that they have assembled and uh, and you're being part of that knowing that other homeschool moms can talk to you and and the other consultants and that like there's support not not like you know, like growling and intensity, but support oh. and wisdom and guidance. So Absolutely. I really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. HSLD or Homeschool Legal Defense Association mm -hmm. has been around for years. We have mm -hmm. over a hundred thousand, uh, you know, members and their, mm -hmm. their heartbeat is making homeschooling possible. And they do mm -hmm. so with grace. They lead mm -hmm. with grace, you know, the mom, you know, they have mom possible and making yeah. homeschooling possible. You've got this. In fact, that was the, yeah. the title of the, the, the conference that you where yes. you and I met is you know you mm -hmm. got this mm -hmm. and uh, there's a team of five of us who have who have all homeschooled or mm -hmm. a couple of us still maybe have one homeschooler still at home mm -hmm. but have launched our children on to jobs or or, mm -hmm. or college or military and we take that experience we're privileged uh, yes. and and honored to take that experience to mm -hmm. our our members and and to those who uh, who allow us to come alongside and, and help them with some of the the nitty-gritty nuts and bolts things that cause our mm -hmm. blood pressure to go up mm -hmm. um, but but also the other things just to help um you know with some of the life things that come along as we're homeschooling yeah. um, our, our children yeah and that is that is that kind of support and encouragement is so so valuable so yes yeah, yeah so we'll put links to hslda and also to your bio yeah. there it is uh yeah. Yeah. just an inspiration. So, all right. Any other concluding things you'd like our, our homeschool mom friends to know? 
just I, I think you know it sounds it sounds cliche but you really this is possible mm-hmm. I think yeah. that um I think you yeah. know also you know sometimes those cliches are are powerful they they endure mm-hmm. because they do work and they mm-hmm. do help us in the, in the moment mm-hmm. um and so we can have a moment of you know oh my goodness what am I doing and then mm-hmm. we can come back to something that's actually true and what is true is that you know um h- homeschooling is a wonderful way of 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 educating our children whether for a season or for mm-hmm. the entirety of their education there are so many resources your your mm-hmm. website your mm-hmm. group hslda there's so many things that are mm-hmm. available to parents and uh and um, don't go it alone, you know, reach yeah. out if you need help and, yeah. uh, and build a sense of community around you um, of yeah. people who will, you know, sort of link arms with you and, and go the distance, mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. long that is for you. Yeah, that is, that community has been the lifeline for us as yes. we went through homeschooling That's our right. kids, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you, Carla, for thank joining you. us today. Just thank makes my whole so day. Yes, so, thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So this has been the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by 7sistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Thank you to Carla Fuller and to Seth Tillman for editing. And we will see you all next week.